Episode 7 of The Witch's Pocket, the Temp Kingdom Rewatch Podcast. I'm your co-host Charles. I'm here joined by my wife, Whitney. Hello, hello. What's up, Whitney? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, things are good. <laughs> I feel awkward at this stuff. <laughs> that's okay. Everything's good. No one can see us, so that's, no. <laughs> that's a plus. <laughs> and I look good today. <laughs> Just kidding, no I don't. You always look good. Oh, thank you. Awkward silence. <laughs> you always look good, too. Thank you. Um, so it's good to be back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a while. Again, I think we said this last podcast. Um, it's been, it's a, been while. a while. Yeah, It's going to be on stickers now oh, <laughs> on our new website. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad for all the people that are waiting. Yeah. Um, and there are people waiting. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, we got an email from someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From someone named Scott. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Scott. Yeah. Scott told us to finish the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So here we are. So thank you for listening. We appreciate everyone's support. Yeah, exactly. Um, we've actually got an uptick in listeners mm-hmm. recently yeah. in the last few months. And that's really exciting. Mm-hmm, it is. It's more than what we could have imagined, honestly. Like I thought maybe a couple people would listen. But yeah, we have a good group. A good, cool group <laughs> listening to us. When we started off, I think between you and me, we said that as long as... Even if one person listens to us... Like my mommy. It'll be worth it. Well, maybe outside of your mom. Which I don't think she listens to. No, because she, she doesn't, doesn't listen to our podcast. No, she doesn't. Um, but even if one person listened to us, <laughs> yeah. uh, that was someone we didn't know, we'd be happy. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, we were just doing this for fun as a project for us as a couple to do, to let out our creative side, um, mm-hmm. and to also get to rewatch our favorite miniseries. Yeah, exactly. So we really appreciate you. Yeah, and shout out to people in different countries who have li- been listening. I know, it's all awesome. Yeah, so we've had listeners in the United States, in the UK, Canada, France, Czech Republic, the Philippines. Chile and Kazakhstan. Oh wow. So shout out to everyone in all those countries who has uh, clicked on our podcast and played it um, even if it was for a little bit. <laughs> Hopefully it catches people's interest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's great to share our love of the 10th kingdom with other uh, fans. True true. Yeah yeah. Yeah yeah. So we also got an email from a listener named Logie or Logie. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. Really apologize. Thank you for your email. So he pointed out something really interesting about an, something that we had talked about in episode four in our episode titled When in Doubt, Pinky Out. <laughs> so he pointed out that Wolf ate all of his bacon sandwich and it was the beggar woman who tossed her bacon on the ground. So it was her fault that the huntsman found their trail. If you remember about yeah. that. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I mean, you know, I love that we got an email. So, so, so I'm very happy about that. You finally get those emails. Yes. So keep so, them coming. Yes, keep them coming. It's very interesting to have that perspective. I mean, I like having other people's input about certain things or what could be interpretive as. and. Yeah, and we're not going to catch everything. Even yeah. though this is the, you know, I don't know, millionth time we've seen this miniseries, we're not yeah. going to catch everything. No. So it's great to hear from other people and their perspective. Mm-hmm. And discussing uh, what who that beggar woman was because I think I even said something about what if she's like an undercover Snow White like she's like the godmother fairy godmother um, type of thing trying to lead them to a direction to the proper 
direction. Oh, that's a really interesting theory. I'd never yeah. thought about that. I, mean, I love theory, so. Yeah, that's <laughs> really good. Put that out there. Yeah, and Loki had actually suggested that the beggar woman is a gypsy. Mm hmm. And so maybe that she did it on purpose or, yeah. you know, pretty much, you know, it's the gypsy's fault mm -hmm. that the huntsmen were able to find them and get on their trail. So, hmm, I wonder. Yeah, so great theory. Thanks so much, Logie, mm -hmm. for reaching out to us and letting mm -hmm. us know and for listening. Yeah, we pre really appreciate it. And I'll keep on saying we really appreciate it, but we actually, we really do. <laughs> we really do. Thank so you thank so you. much for listening mm -hmm. and for supporting this podcast. And yeah. so for anyone and everyone out there, Please share the podcast um, on your social media feeds, whether it's Instagram. Tag us. Yeah, tag us on, uh, well, we don't have a Facebook page, but <laughs> <laughs> let people know on Facebook, Twitter, um, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. whatever your social media, uh, whatever social media you use. Um, please let your friends, your family, your neighbor, your dog groomer, <laughs> your barber. The dog. <laughs> let your dog know. You never know. know he's an undercover prince. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. So. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And also, if you haven't already, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, download our episodes on Spotify, follow us on Spotify, all those streaming platforms or wherever you hear us. Do click, click, click. <laughs> <laughs> that only helps to get the word out about our podcast and it makes it more likely that people will learn about it. So yeah. thanks so much. All right, are you ready to get into this week's episode? Yes. All right, so the next 45 minutes covers hour four, 30 minutes to five hours and 15 minutes, which hopefully I've been keeping the right, <laughs> the right numbers, but that's my calculation. So Whitney, where did we leave off last week? So they left off in Kissingtown, still in Kissingtown, and they found the mirror, but it was like really cheap. It was like 10 to 15 gold coins, but then all of a sudden um, the mirror is gone and um, now it's 5,000. Why? Because the huntsman. Why? Because the queen. Why? Because they want it. Exactly. <laughs> so now they have to figure out how to get those $5,000, or not $5,000, 5,000 coin in Wendell's? 5,000 Wendell's? Yes. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So we open up with the crew sitting down on the bench, moping, because they only have 30 Wendell's between them, or just one of them? Yeah. All together, need... 30 Wendell's. Right, and they need 5,000. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. And I was like, how did they get 30 Wendells? I think Wolf probably, probably had yeah. them. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, because remember we talked about that before, about, mm -hmm. you know, how did he get this? How did he get that? Yeah. And I guess he probably had money on him. Yeah. And his magical coat. Mm -hmm. So Tony has an idea. His idea is the casino. Mm -hmm. Gambling. Ooh, gambling. So I don't know. We're not gamblers. Yeah. Doesn't sound like a good idea. Mm -mm. Especially if it comes from Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also, meanwhile, um, you see that the coronation is also canceled. You see, like, um, the advertisements, like, on the on newspapers and and stuff on the wall saying, canceled coronation is happening to Wendell. And obviously, Wendell's really saddened and worried about that. Yeah. I'm sure that one lord is really angry too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Wolf, Virginia, and Tony each have 10 gold coins, and they'll have to try to multiply that mm. into 5,000 coins by yeah. the end of daybreak. Yeah. And also, Prince also has a job to do as well, because he will be a lucky gambling dog. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and split the whoever, whoever's the lucky recipient has to split 50-50 with the dog. Mm. I think this is a good idea. It is? I think so. 
How so? Why do you think so? You will see. <laughs> so we cut to the queen being escorted to Dog Prince's room. I keep. I don't. I think I've been losing track of what I call him. Like Dog Prince, <laughs> Prince Dog, <laughs> the dog. The so dog. she's escorted to his room, and he's standing on a chair in the middle of the room with a sheet tied around his neck. So, <laughs> so he's threatening to jump, essentially threatening suicide. Right? Mm-hmm. Like that's what he's doing. Yeah. So he says he refuses to be a dog. The queen asks if there's any particular reason why. And he says he can't stroke himself. (laughs) How do I stroke myself? (laughs) (laughs) That's a very serious problem. Yeah, it is. For for a dog. dog. (laughs) Maybe for a human too. I don't know. But for a dog especially. (laughs) Then he also mentioned like, how can I be a master if I'm not a master? Or how did he say it? How can I miss my, my master Found the master, something like that. <laughs> yeah, he says a line like that. Yeah. Uh, he demands to be a happy puppy, and the queen's like, "Well, you've certainly made your point." I give no f's. <laughs> Who the queen? Yeah. <laughs> she does it. She's like, uh, "Okay." Mm-hmm. So then she pushes the chair from out from under him, or she kicks it, pushes it, um, or pulls it. <laughs> one of those. And she says, "There are no masters here, but only one." One mistress. One mistress. So, ooh, pretty intense. It is pretty intense. Some good acting. So, the, uh, Poor doggy. Oh, yeah, poor dog. So, the, luckily, the sheet tears, and he falls down onto the table. Do you think that she knew that it was going to break, I think like, so. not support? I think so. Yeah. Because he's still part of her plan. Yeah. Like, she needs him in order to execute her mm-hmm. plan to take over the Ninth Kingdoms. Yeah. She can't take him seriously. Yeah, so she tells him, don't forget that doggy, um, and that she booked him a writing lesson. And the dog says, oh, dear. And he cries. I know, poor dog. He's like the victim, obviously another victim in all this. He's just a dog. Yeah, he has like nothing to do with it other than being a dog. Yeah, he misses gnawing on his bones and being a dog. So then we're back at the now at the casino. Woohoo, gambling casino, Vegas. Oh, Vegas. Uh, we haven't been to Vegas in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. There was like a time period where we went like a few times a year like I, I, I think I went then you went or we both went uh, <laughs> because it was a time period when a lot of our friends were getting married so yeah bachelor cool. parties bachelorette parties vacations Lady Gaga yeah we went to a Lady Gaga concert um, <laughs> that was for your birthday yeah that's for my yeah, birthday so, yeah so so Wolf asks a casino attendant what the highest return possible on one gold Wendell and we find out that it's the Grand Jack Rabbit jackpot but it's only been ever won once. Mm-hmm. So Wolf's thinking, he's contemplating back and forth about what if he wins, Virginia will love him, but then she's going to go back home. Yeah. Right? So he has this like inner struggle. Yeah. Wolf is very torn. And I'm yeah. just saying, if he, if he, if she, he did win, she would be really happy with him, like he said. And I would think that Wolf can go along with him. Her. Sorry, her. Her world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why he hasn't thought about that mm-hmm. like i mean we really haven't heard of him having too many ties yeah i mean we don't meet any of his family he's not around any friends he's kind of like a lone, lone wolf, wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so and then like he's afraid of the queen mm-hmm. he's he's afraid of the queen so wouldn't it be better for him to be out of the tenth or the nine kingdoms and going to the quote-unquote tenth kingdom Right, so yeah, I don't know. They haven't thought about it yet, but <laughs> I have a feeling. No. Oh. Maybe that could be an option in the future. 
So Tony's at a table and he's playing a game and he says, do you have Mr. Bun the Baker, Baker Man? Man. <laughs> <laughs> so is this game Goldfish? I or, would think so. Is that what it is? Yeah. Or Gofish. I think growing up I would always call it Goldfish. Yeah, same here. But I think it's Gofish, right? Yeah. Because you're telling them to go fish for another card? Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. So it's not Old Maid. No. Old Maid's a different game. Yeah. Do you remember? I have no idea. Yeah. Old Maid. I remember playing Old Maid and liking it, but it's been a very long time. Yeah. We need to bring out those cards again. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Too busy binge watching shows. <laughs> so next scene, Wendell smelling a horse's butt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> apparently, Prince says, you know, dogs don't like horses. So he's very, just very skittish, obviously. Well, dogs and horses are not good friends. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Huh? Why, why is that? Um, well, I don't know much about horses and dogs relationships, but I would, <laughs> but I think I heard like obviously because horses are, are really big animals, and sometimes if horses are very skittish, they tend to kick. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Mm. And dogs are always like chasing after yeah legs. Yeah, so I could see that. Right. So, but then the queen is the queen there. This point? No, not this no? point. She's still in our castle. Oh, right. So okay. she's just with the, um. He's with the horse trainer. The horse trainer okay or him teaching the lessons yeah and so he says like but princess do right they mm -hmm. do red horses so up you get mm -hmm. and so wendell's holding on for dear life mm -hmm. and he smacks the horses like hind so, yeah is a hind quarter wait hind quarters is no hind um i don't know i've never four? ridden a horse <laughs> four quarters <laughs> i'm like i'm making up words his four, shoulder his shoulder the, the side, side of, of the, the horse, horse. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives him a little tap but of course this isn't going to do anything no so the, so then the attendant or the trainer just like, gives the horse a good old smack on the butt the hind, rear the hide yeah yeah <laughs> in the rear um i always feel bad for horses when they do that yeah i mean i don't know it probably doesn't hurt them i mean they're big beasts but still i don't know if they, is that i don't think that's proper yeah. Proper ways to get a course going, and also I'm like, like, is this a good lesson? Because all you're teaching it is just you're teaching the prince to be scared, and like, teach, not really giving him proper ways to hold on to the horse while right. at a gallop, or to like control the horse, or yeah, whatnot. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, like I said, I've never ridden a horse, but mm -hmm. I could imagine that yeah. it does require a lot of control and training. Mm -hmm. so. Wasn't there also a solo? Uh, solo a situation at the Olympics too about a um, a girl or a coach or someone smacking the horse. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So against the rules. Against the rules, I believe. So yeah, so we see Prince galloping away. Yeah. So holding, holding on for dear life. Yeah. So actually, this is <laughs> an escape. Yeah. <laughs> so the queen did not expect this. Then we get the queen's reaction when she finds out that he escaped, mm -hmm. and she closes her eyes. And she sits down slowly, breathes in and out. Yeah, she says it's all gone wrong. Oh, my great plan. And the queen at, at this point, she seems to be at her low point because things are not going to plan. Things are awry. Kind of feel bad to, for her. I was just thinking that too. It's like, it's com I'm conflicted. <laughs> it's like she's such a smart person, but she's also evil. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but maybe it's it's always interesting in in shows or movies when the villain is I, I don't want to say use the word relatable, <laughs> but we're not uh, evil. <laughs> we are not evil, um, but is a little bit sympathetic, mm -hmm. right? And a little bit more complex. Mm -hmm. Where you see like yeah a little bit of vulnerability. 
Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. So, but then we hear some oogie boogie sounds coming from the <laughs> mirror behind her, right? Yeah. And it's a voice. And what does the voice say? Come to me, and your mind will clear. Ooh, Ooh. that's boogie. a. <laughs> it's like a form of a fairy evil godmother. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. So the queen walks through. Oh, and and I noticed like that there were vines coming oh, up yeah. to the mirror. They come to me. What what kind of what mirror is this? Is the mirror to remember? <laughs> is it? Maybe to or, or is it the mirror to travel? travel. No, because it didn't a... look like the travel one. Because obvious, because no, you've seen true. the travel mirror. Right. Is there more than one travel mirror? I mean, there's the one that Tony and or the who has it right now. The huntsman has it, and then there's the but well, the, the huntsman doesn't have it yet. Oh, it doesn't have it yet. Oh yeah, he doesn't have it yet. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> but the other, but the the other one is with the is with the evil queen. But I don't think. This is the mirror for pep talks. Okay. <laughs> I like that. The mirror for pep talks. I could use one of those once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> a pep talk with the, the corpse. <laughs> <laughs> queen walks through the mirror and she mm-hmm. travels as a green light mm-hmm. to the OG evil queen's cottage. I know. <gasps> and then the queen says, your majesty. It's like the evil stepmother plus the guy from the Tales from the Crypt should be together. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So she kneels down and she says that she craves her guidance. And she tells the evil, the OG evil queen that the troll king is out of control, that the dog is still missing, and the prince has escaped. So Mm -hmm. all about her sad tale. Yeah, (laughs) woe is me. But she says, kill the troll king. How? He has an army. How did I kill Snow White? And then she pops out an apple. The old ways are the best. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best cackle I can do. (laughs) I like it. She has pretty good teeth for a corpse, though. Oh, yeah? I'm like, dang, she's brushing her teeth. They're pretty straight. (laughs) I know, pretty shiny. Maybe she just has crappy moisturizer. (laughs) (laughs) She needs to get a new product. I just love her cackle because it's just very classic. Because obviously, classic Snow White, Disney Snow White, and then her cackling, and it's part of the spell. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm. So then we cut to Mary Pips, which is an orchard, I guess, an apple orchard, and says mm. they have the best apples in all the nine kingdoms. We see Wendell coming from the side of the screen, <laughs> <laughs> flying in. Flying in. They fell off the horse. Yeah. So then there's this little girl, and then she goes and tells her mom and dad Mm. that there's a man. (laughs) And the dog, Wendell, he's eating out of a bowl as another dog Mm. is also eating or drinking out of the bowl. (laughs) Kind of gross. And I wonder what the actor was eating, because he had to eat it, and the dog had to eat it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, dogs could eat anything, but... Yeah. But what did the actor have to eat? Hmm. I wonder. That was gross. Hopefully something that wasn't dog food. (laughs) (laughs) Or a low budget. Just kidding. (laughs) No, they had a big budget. So I'm assuming it was good stuff. (laughs) Yeah. It was ground up steak. (laughs) So we're back at the casino and Wolf asks an attendant if she's ever been in love. And she says to a knight. But he was married. Oh. You can tell she was like kind of thinking about it. Like, oh. (laughs) So then what happens? Wolf wins the Grand Jack Rabbit jackpot. Wow, 10,000 gold coins to his dismay. Mm. Hmm. So Virginia comes and says that she didn't win anything. 
and Wolf escorts her away from the table, right? Yeah, I was like, I didn't do anything. I didn't win anything. Yeah, to look away from the table. (laughs) And so how does Virginia not notice? Like, Mm. isn't there like... like... Flashing lights or just like making a lot of hoopla at that table. Right. But maybe she didn't, she assumed it was for something else. else. Yeah. So Wolf and Virginia end up on a balcony surrounded by pretty vines with purple flowers. And Virginia's worried about not getting back home. Then we hear the romantic kissing town music start to play where's my harp i need to find my harp what does that sound like that one like music it's not romantic it's not romantic that's not romantic music i guess i should change it um, so yeah, that was my best version of it, but <laughs> it wasn't it. My husband is not very good at <laughs> at what? Well, he's very good at some things, but he's not very good at what's it called? Getting music right. <laughs> <laughs> at recreating music with my mouth. Exactly. <laughs> yes, he's very bad at it. Particular melodies. Usually, yeah. it's like completely off, like this one. <laughs> so you're welcome, world. <laughs> So yes, the romantic kissing town music starts to play. It's like harp music. And so Virginia says, Is it this place or? (laughs) He says, Oh, Virginia, I can't conceal it from you any longer. Something has just happened to me. Me too. Yeah, Virginia says her too. And Wolf's like, what? Is it just this town? So you can see she's just very like, why is this happening to me? (laughs) Why am I feeling love right now? (laughs) Right, yeah, because she's on a low point, right? She's really bummed out that you know, they can't get the mirror. They don't have the money. But something hap- is happening right now. I think things, being in Casey Town kind of open, is opening up her heart. Yeah, so Wolf says that flowers can only grow where there are seeds. And fireworks only happen when there's stuff in the rockets already. So it's pretty much saying that the, this town is actually opening up what's already inside Virginia. because, But also her trust issues and opening up and everything kind of blocks it. But then it, at being at Kissing Town opens her up a little bit to Wolf. Yeah, so she even says that um, like maybe this is destiny. I'm destined to meet you. Maybe I'm supposed to really be with you. And of course, Wolf is eating it up. Oh, he's and, like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, you most certainly are. And you know, they're surrounded by all the little love butterflies, and mm-hmm. the moon is like zooming in and making it large, right? Yeah, it's like a big pink heart. <laughs> <laughs> and they almost kiss, so close, so very close. But then Virginia ruins the mood. <laughs> As always. <laughs> but she's still not quite there yet. Yeah, she's just not ready. And Virginia what? And Virginia wants to know, like, or then Virginia says that maybe they should see how her dad is doing mm-hmm. or how he's coming along. It's always Tony. Remember the last time they almost kissed and Tony's like, come here, I found something. And this time, like, something. She's thinking about Tony. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. See, I told you, Tony ruins everything. <laughs> just kidding. We're fans of him, but... Maybe not yet. (laughs) (laughs) He still has yet to completely prove himself. He's done it here and there, like he did in um, Little Lamb Village Mm -hmm. when he got the sheep. Yeah. So that was cool. He's working hard. Yeah. So, and he's working hard now, at least like in Mm -hmm. his mind, he's trying to help. But then I think it's also part of his greed too, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So back inside the casino, Tony's actually doing pretty well. Uh, He's up 600 and he needs to get to the high roller table. And he tells Virginia, remember Vegas 93? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, when we had to sell the car. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, it was like the year before that. Yeah. 
And uh, casino worker's trying to get Wolf to collect his winnings. Wolf is kind of hesitant, and he, but he goes to collect them, and there's an elf, and he's also collecting his money. And the elf says that they say money doesn't bring you happiness, but it sure brings a smile to my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I can relate. <laughs> I can relate to that. I mean, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely money does not bring happiness, mm. but... It's nice it to have it. <laughs> it helps a bit. It helps to do because you're able to use it to do things that make you happy. Mm-hmm. You exactly. Know? Like my yarn. Yeah, like your yarn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I keep on. <laughs> so. But good for him. Good for that elf. He's so happy. And then Wolf says, I wish I could say the same because obviously, again, he's being conflicted about, like, oh no, I want the money. <laughs> what should I do with the money? Yeah. And everyone at this point is like, you know, giving him a cheer, like, bravo, bravo. Tell him to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But then Wolf hears a voice. Speak to me. So the queen is trying to FaceTime him again. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, mirror time or something. He just can't press, he can't press decline on this call. (laughs) Yeah, he wants to, (laughs) but he can't. And she says that he knows he's there. And she asks, why is it I can see you, but not your companions? Mm-hmm. So she's on a mirror on the wall, and she wants to know who is it that protects them. Has the girl got you under her thumb? That's pathetic. Mm-hmm. The queen says that if he would have killed her when she told him, this would have all been over. Mm-hmm. She says the game is nearly all played out, and that Wolf is a part of her plan. That he's always been part of her plan. But Wolf is like refusing to listen to her. He's like, no. You tell her. You tell him. You tell her, Wolf. <laughs> no. <laughs> so then we cut to the elf that was talking to Wolf, mm-hmm. and now it's a shot of him. He's on the uh, he's walking down the street, happy as can be, happy as can be with his earnings, and he runs into the huntsman. Do 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 do. Oh no! Uh, so huntsman. Yeah, this huntsman guy, man, ruins everything. Mm-hmm. So the huntsman says that he knows his destiny. He will die before <laughs> he gets his question answered. And the elf asks his question. Who are you? And then we hear, ah. Ah. (laughs) You shouldn't be laughing. You just died. I know. It's so sad. But we hear a a blood-curling scream. Yes. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Poor elf. I don't think he was long for this world. Yeah. But he could have died happy. Yeah. At a old age. He could have been in a penthouse. At least it was an elderly elf. Lived his life. Yeah. So then we see Wolf outside of the casino with his earnings, his winnings, and he's worried about what he's going to do, you know, and I just love this part. He's, because first we hear him say, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then he answers himself in his head. Yeah, he's talking, <laughs> he's talking to himself in his head and his other self in his head says, propose marriage. Then, you know, then he, she has a choice, home or me. So the voice inside says that, thank you. And then he says out loud, don't mention it. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just like talking to himself. That's awesome. So Tony gets the high rollers table and he's flipping cards. So I guess it's slapjack, mm-hmm. right? And we see Tony getting way too confident. Mm-hmm. Well, so he's I, winning, but I think yeah. he's getting a little bit too cocky. Yeah, as always. So yeah. I suspect this will be his downfall. <laughs> so Wolf knocks on a door and he asks the man who opens if it's the best restaurant in town. And it's an older gentleman in a nightgown with this floppy night hat. <laughs> and... Wolf says that he wants food so good it'll sweep her off her feet, but also glue her to her seat. The older gentleman says that he's the greatest chef in all the Nine Kingdoms, and people travel far and wide to taste his food. 
And Wolf says, well, my date's from a different dimension, so don't slip up. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's a good line. (laughs) So the older gentleman finds out that Wolf wants 13 main (laughs) courses. And he asks how many guests there are. And he says, you know, there's just two. (laughs) He's like, there's so many. There's a lot of food for just two people. Yeah, I think he said he thought it was like for 20 or 30. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, you're right. Skip the soup. Skip the soup. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he knows about food. He does know about food. Mm-hmm. He's a wolf after all. I want to dine with him. I know. I want, <laughs> I, I'm curious to know what like was on the menu. I know, because he's very specific about what I, how like the meat is cooked and how it's... Or not cooked. Or not cooked, <laughs> <case> yeah. <laughs> Can't be burning that bacon. Yeah. It, I imagine like it was very, it was very excessive, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, obviously, because it's mm-hmm. 13 main courses, but... Well, for one, he loves food. Second, he's trying to woo Virginia and trying to make it like the most like glamorous, spectacular proposal mm-hmm. ever for her. And also, he eats a lot. And like, he eats a lot, so. <laughs> Although we haven't seen him eat much, but yeah. you know, we know from when in, he was in New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He wanted that lamb and six glasses, glasses of, of milk. milk. Yeah. <laughs> or was it eight glasses of milk? Four? Eight? Fifteen? Sixteen? Something? Forty-two. <laughs> we're watching lost we are watching lost so it's a good show it's our, my first time watching it so it's, yeah it's my second time watching it uh and, it's... and i decided to well i've been telling you for the longest time to watch it <laughs> so i finally got you to watch it when we finished watching the queen's gambit yeah. a few weeks ago mm-hmm. so we're like okay we're finally gonna start lost and so now we're on the second season second season episode four i think yeah, so... Oh my god, it's so good. It is really good. But so maddening because there's so many questions and not a lot of answers being answered. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I really enjoy... You, oh, I love it. Okay. No, I love it. It's a good good show. I can see why it's a critically acclaimed a critically acclaimed show. Yeah. And what's funny is like we were telling your dad that we were going to we were gonna start it. Mm-hmm. And then he was kind of interested in it. So he's decided to start watching it too. And, and now he, he's on season five. Yeah, he's already on season five. He's yeah. like way past us. He has a season and a half left. Yeah, so, but, you know, he's retired. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's, children are grown. We have two young children. Don't let us have any fun. Yeah, so, we, you know, we watch <laughs> when we can. Yeah. Anyways, this is not a lost podcast. <laughs> yeah. Resume to your regular programming. <laughs> so the queen's talking to her mirror, her magic mirror. And the mirror shows her an apple orchard, um, and the queen says, hey, I know that place. <laughs> <laughs> I know that place. Yeah, she says it's like 30 miles from there, and I guess things are looking up for her. <laughs> <laughs> things are looking up. It's like that commercial, you know that little boy, I think he's playing baseball at the time, at the, at the time, and he's like, things are looking up. <laughs> Which makes me really want, it. I'm craving an apple cider now. Ooh, yeah, that sounds good. That's good. Ball's coming. Ooh, yeah. ooh, I love spooky season. <laughs> My basic bitch. <laughs> BSL. <laughs> so the queen's talking to the troll king now through her mirror. And she tells him that his kids are dead. He's like, dead? <laughs> dead. And she's like, well, they're dead unless you agree to meet me for mm-hmm. talks. Um, so I guess she wants to talk to him. And he slams his head on the mirror. And the queen instructs him to meet her at Mary Pip's apple orchard. Alone and unarmed. Or she'll slit their throats. Oh so God. yeah, taking care of business, <laughs> and she means business. So I guess the troll king doesn't know that his kids are frozen. Yeah, in rage. <laughs> yeah, because they haven't heard from the kids in a long time. They just disappeared. 
I miss them. But we know. Well, I kind of miss them. Kind of. No, I miss them. I like them. <laughs> <laughs> Great slapstick comedy. Um, so then, speaking of slapping, so Tony's still playing slapjack, and again, I don't think this is going to end well, but Tony beats uh, one of the people that he's playing against. So it's now like daybreak, it's morning, and Wolf says he's almost forgot the most important thing and walks into a ring shop, or I guess a jewelry mm-hmm. shop. So he walks in, and the guy is just checking out his time because he has a bunch of cuckoo clocks around. Yeah, there's a bunch of cuckoo clocks on the wall. And this reminded me of Solvang. Oh, yeah, Solvang. I miss Solvang. Yeah, if anyone's ever visited California, um, a couple hours outside of Los Angeles, there's a little town called Solvang. I love it. It's a little Danish town. It's really nice. I miss it. Yeah, and there's like a little, um, there's a shop there with uh, wooden clocks. Mm hmm. So, you should get one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I would want that in my house. <laughs> uh, maybe I'd turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> to not hear the cuckoo. Um, but then, except one of them is late, right? So because yeah. they all, the cuckoo clocks all go off at once, mm-hmm. but then one of them is off. So the man takes it out back, and we hear whimpering and a shot go off. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so barbaric. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Poor bird. Yeah, and if the, up to this point, I don't think we've seen guns in no. the Tenth Kingdom, or the Nine Kingdoms, right? No, like, we haven't. So, uh... I don't know. And then Wolf's face, like, yeah, it's pretty much all of our expression right now. It's like, utter, utter shock. Yeah. <laughs> so the shopkeeper says, how may I serve you? And, you know, Wolf needs a ring, and not just any ordinary ring. And... The shopkeeper wants to know about the girl. Is she a big girl? Like, no, she is secondly slender. Lean. Plain or pretty? She's gorgeous. Are you trying to insult me? And he says, no, he's just trying to fit the ring to the lady. Some rings might overwhelm a lady. No ring is more beautiful than my Virginia. Oh, sir, how romantic. So, you know, he says that she sounds like a girl in a million. <laughs> and Wolf says, a hundred million. And he takes out a few boxes from the back, or I think from there, from the front. Yeah, so he says he won't insult him by showing him ordinary gold rings, or he also has a box of uh, rings made by royal dwarves. And he says, feast your eyes on... CGI rings. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, (laughs) on these CGI rings. Um, And they say... Pick me, pick me! (laughs) Yeah, aren't the voices the same uh, as the birds? I think they sound sound a lot alike. I think they are. Yeah, it must be like the same... Mm-hmm. Actors or <laughs> something. <laughs> the shopkeeper says that he has something unique in mind for him. So he pulls up a case and he pulls out the singing ring. Oh, I long to linger on your sweetheart's finger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very good impersonation. <laughs> the shopkeeper says that the lady who slips this on her finger can, can't say no. And there is a lifetime love guarantee. So, of course... Wolf has to have it. Wolf has to have it. Mm-hmm. And so he tells him it will be 7,000 Wendells. <laughs> and is there a problem? And he says, no. You know, the shopkeeper says there are other rings for less important ladies. So it's like, okay. ah, he's good. Yeah, the salesman, <laughs> the sales pitch. Yeah, and of course Wolf is going to fall for it. Yeah. I will laugh and chuckle on your girly's knuckle. So we have a quick scene of Virginia watching Tony going big or going home at Slapjack. Um, and he's playing against this woman. And... Back at the ring shop, Wolf's got the singing engagement ring. Or, I guess not at the... Now he's exited, right? Yeah, he exited. He's outside. I'll be sweet and fresh, wrapped around her flesh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But oh no, Wolf realizes he's run out of money, of course. 
and <laughs> hopes Tony has done well. It's like, oh, mm. Wolf, come on. No. That yeah. ring, though, that good, that gets old real quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's cute and all, but... <laughs> Not all the time. Yeah, would you like to wear that all the time? No. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tony and the woman he's playing against, uh, they're playing a high-stakes game of Slapjack. And Slap, <laughs> he loses it all. Mm-hmm. However, the woman starts talking to... Prince. Yeah, Prince is underneath the table. Because mm-hmm, he's one lucky dog. Yeah, so... <laughs> I think she says that, oh, I, you know, I guess I have to give you these, you know, half of the earnings, but I guess you'd rather want a biscuit. <laughs> rather than this money. But nope. Mm-hmm. So, but that's nice that she actually does give him the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she kept her word. Yeah. So we see at the auction that now it's being put up for, the mirror is being mm-hmm. put up for auction. It's lot seven. It's the mystery mirror and it's early Cinderella with magical properties. See the crew of trying to go through the crowd. Emergency, emergency, coming through. But then, but then they see something that's happening. Yeah, and they see that the elf is on the floor, on Bleed, the ground. Bleeding out. Yeah. And then, so sad. There's a crowd gathered, mm-hmm. watching, and the policeman says the wings aren't flapping anymore. Just so. a dead elf. Okay, a little bit cold-hearted, Sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> Just a dead, like, it's still a person. Still someone who lost his life. Yeah. So Tony runs in and he bids 5000 um, but he's outbid by none other than... The Huntsman for 10,000 Wendells. Uh, Foiled again. Foiled again. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> so uh, Mr. Hunter, right? I mm-hmm. guess Hunter says that... The Huntsman says, you know, you could call me Mr. Hunter or whatever. Um, and they realize he's got the elf's cane. And so they realize that the Huntsman got the money because he killed the elf. Mm-hmm. So they try to run in after the huntsman and the mirror, but aren't allowed in because it's only people who actually purchase. And next up in the auction is, and you mentioned early, earlier, <laughs> yeah. a frozen rage. So it's the troll kids. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to sell that, the statues, but... Would, you, would you buy it? No. <laughs> auction. <laughs> what do you call that? Auction? Bid. Bid, yeah. I yeah, wouldn't bid would on that. Bid for that. No. no? Uh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> So back at Mary Pip's farm and the Troll King pops out from behind a tree <laughs> and he arrived an hour early to hide all his little troll soldiers behind the tree since the queen told him to come unaccompanied. Mm-hmm. And he grabs an apple from a tree and he takes a bite. That's mm. important. That is very important. Yeah, but he's trying to double cross her. Mm. Hmm. I don't think he could outsmart the queen though. Mm-hmm. So next, Wendell is inside the home of the family who found him eating out of their dog's bowl. <laughs> And the man, the dad, asks if they can uh, say that their cider is by royal appointment. They're really hospitable. Yeah. They're really nice. But when (sighs) in walks in, none other than... The queen. The queen. And (laughs) they're really surprised to see her. And the dad's like, it's like a bedtime story. (laughs) First of all, we've got a Prince Charming. I don't know about Prince Charming, but... (laughs) (laughs) And he says, now we've got... But she doesn't let him. She cuts him off and she (laughs) says... Um, she tells him to be quiet and says that they seem like a nice family and ask what they know. Mm-hmm. And the little girl very innocently tells her that he told them everything and that he's really a dog and all this stuff. And the evil queen and all her evil queenness <laughs> says, Oh boy, that really was the wrong answer. No. no. So is this the last we see of that family? I think so. I think the little girl innocently just put a death sentence to her family. Mm-hmm. So we, we never seen him after. Yeah. So I'm assuming 
Yeah, mm. I'm, I'm kind of glad we don't see them see it, yeah. <laughs> like, or see it or their bodies are yeah. kind of morbid, but... That's really uh, sad. Well, hopefully she didn't kill him. Hopefully... Someone's having a positive attitude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to be optimistic in life. But I'm also realistic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we don't know that. We don't know exactly what she did with them. So mm-hmm. maybe she just uh, took them on her wing and uh, gave them jobs in her castle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then the scene cuts to her meeting with the troll king at the apple orchard. And they both say that they're unarmed. And Relish, the troll king, asks where his children are. And she admits she doesn't know. She asks him if he wants to know her plan. He says he already knows it, of course. But alas, he does not. Not, not the whole picture. Mm-mm. So she reveals that her plan along was to have all the nine kingdoms. She wants to catch them all. Yeah. She wants to catch them all. Nine kingdoms. <laughs> <laughs> um, she wants them uh, all under her rule, not just one. So he asks where he fits in and he's like, mm. so <laughs> <laughs> at least in my mind, that's what he said. Yeah. So then he says, well, she... trolls arise. <laughs> yeah. I was like, she had seven years planning and plotting kind of like serious but they have 12 years waiting so she had seven years waiting yeah plotting yeah she's been waiting a while so the troll king says trolls arise and they're popping out like daisies (laughs) and the troll king says he's so smart (laughs) his man had been hiding for an hour right Mm -hmm. (laughs) but the queen says she's impressed by his foresight but if he had arrived two hours early then he would have found her Poisoning the apples. Poisoning the apples. <laughs> As they all exactly at that moment start to cough and keel over in pain, uh, including Relish. Mm-hmm. And Relish is like the last one to kind of fall. And her final words to him are, Poison is a science with me, and I seem to have timed it just right. You know what they say, Relish, an army marches on its stomach. And she sticks an apple in his mouth. Ooh, stick a fork in the Troll King. He's Done. Goodbye, Ed O'Neill. <laughs> but man, she's a cruel woman. Yeah. She's a smart cookie. Evil cookie. But she's a smart one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she got her degree in sciences of apples. <laughs> <laughs> Does she have a doctorate? Yeah, so she also decorated her, her graduation cap with apples. <laughs> <laughs> so the queen packs up and heads inside her carriage where the dog prince is waiting. And she has blood in her hands at this point, and some on her cheek, and she looks like she's been eating ribs. <laughs> <laughs> mm, ribs. I don't think that's ribs, though. I don't think so either. So she hands over a crate to Dog, and he asks if it's breakfast, and she says, "Not unless you like troll heads." Oy. Yuck! But man, she cut the head off herself. Yeah, that's pretty bad, eh? You know. Hmm. Dang, one independent woman. You need to get this job done. Yeah. So Tony and Prince Wendell are at the casino bar. And they're bummed out that they lost the mirror. And Tony orders a beer for him and a saucer of beer for the dog. <laughs> and the bartender tells him that they only serve cocktails. Uh, he mentions some of the names of the cocktails. Cupid's First Blush, Some Enchanted Evening, A Long Slow Spell Against the Wall. I would like that one, please. Just <laughs> <laughs> kidding. And Tony just stares at him in disbelief. And uh, did you notice the decoration? No. Yeah, instead of like a tiki bar or something, it's like a mountain dwarf bar. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah the wall. Yeah, I never noticed that before. The walls are like a cave and there's like gems and um, there's pillars being held up by like dwarves or 
Oh, something like cool. that. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And um, yeah, I've never noticed that before. Wonder what Tony got. It was nice and pink. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Which one do you think it was? Let's see from these. Maybe Cupid's first, first blush. blush. Yeah. <laughs> so Wolf comes in and asks for Virginia and what and Wendell tells Tony not to leave Wolf alone with Virginia that night. And Tony asks why, and Wendell tells him to think about where he is, and it's the most romantic place in all the Nine Kingdoms. And he says that she'll come back disheveled. Uh, And at just that moment, Wolf decided to say... Yeah, he comes in, he says he's ravenous, uh, because he's been fasting all day. And Tony walks over to Wolf and tells him he needs to have a few words with him. So Wolf thinks it's about Tony's hair falling out. (laughs) (laughs) Not my hair, my daughter. I need to know if your intentions are honorable. And Wolf takes a moment. I need to and, think about it. Hmm, he looks around and says, uh, not really. No, not really. <laughs> no. At least he's truthful. Yeah. <laughs> he says, no, uh, they're on the borderline of dishonorable. <laughs> and Wendell tells Tony that he'll have her on her back before the night is over. Uh, Tony tells Wolf that Virginia is a sensitive girl. When Virginia walks in, all of them doubt, and she tells Wolf that he that she really doesn't feel like going out that night. And Wolf is extremely disappointed, but the little magic butterflies come in. Little and love sw- pixie dust. Yeah, they swoop <laughs> in and get Virginia in the mood, I guess. And so she agrees to go out and leaves with Wolf. Mm-hmm. And Wendell tells Tony that he can kiss Virginia's virginity goodbye. <laughs> There's so many things to say about this. Yeah. <laughs> First off, <laughs> Virginia's a grown woman. She can take care of herself. She's independent. And make her own choices. Mm-hmm. Who says she's... I don't know, is it a bad thing? Who knows that she's a virgin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's just Wendell assuming. I mean, mm. I don't know. Maybe she isn't or isn't. Mm. Who cares if she's a virgin or not? It's still not Prince's place to say anything. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a it's little just, weird. Yeah. I mean, she can... Virginia can make her, make her own choices. That's all we're going to say about that. <laughs> yeah, we can move on. Yeah. So Wolf takes Virginia to the first stop, and it's a carriage ride. And the carriage is filled with flowers. And it's all bef- decked out. Yeah, it's decked out. And before Wolf follows Virginia into the carriage, he opens the engagement ring box. And it's gold. It's shaped like a shell. Really pretty. You're the luckiest man in the land because you have a singing ring in your hand. Shh, you'll spoil the surprise. <laughs> Why open it, Wolf? <laughs> he's, he's so romantic and even has like the... Um, the um, instrumental music coming in from the top and from the top yeah there's yeah. like uh, people playing the violin on yeah. top of their carriage and, and he's even romancing me <laughs> God, will you marry me wolf mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well there's food at the end of this. I'm like, i want the food too i know i want food too <laughs> <laughs> will uh, you marry me you say that too yeah and i guess even wolf had uh, this song that's playing specifically composed for her it's called the time for commitment <laughs> And Virginia sticks her head out of the carriage and she sees the violinist playing on top of the carriage. Very nice song. Yeah, back at the bar, uh, Tony's drunk. He's <laughs> telling Wendell how he used to have a good business, but he just expanded too soon. And then the recession hit him and he lost his wife, self-respect, everything. Tony says he's the biggest failure in all the kingdoms, but Wendell disagrees. He feels he's the biggest failure because he failed the test of kinghood. So pretty much Tony and, and um, Wendell are drowning in their sorrows. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess Wolf's been, or Wolf, I guess Wendell's been drinking some fruity cocktails too out of his bowls. <laughs> I didn't notice that before. I'm like, oh yeah, because he's a dog. He yeah. can't really drink yeah. out of a cup. 
Yeah, so Tony tells him it wasn't his fault, and Wendell says that he's starting to forget big chunks of his life. Hmm. So, yeah, that's interesting. I guess he's just, he, I guess part of being it in the dog body is eventually maybe he will just become a dog mm-hmm. and lose his own consciousness. Mm-hmm. So the bartender arrives with a message for Tony, and it's from the huntsman. Scary. I guess the huntsman is sending him drinks on the huntsman. So the message says to tie up the dog to a post in the center of the town square. And if you have not done this in 15 minutes, he's going to smash, and smashes in bold letters, the mirror into a hundred thousand pieces. And I noticed that it was missing a U in the word square so it said scare (laughs) (laughs) so that was like oh either it was a mistake on the on the behind the scenes part or huntsman has a problem with use yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah or just that particular word (laughs) so wolf and virginia are having the romantic dinner and wolf says that she's the quirkiest girl in all the kingdoms (laughs) and i'm like quirky (laughs) um (laughs) is that a I was like, Zoe Deschanel, she's quirky. <laughs> but I don't see Virginia as quirky. Yeah, not really. And also, is that and is that really a pickup line? Like, I don't know. Telling well, it depends on the person. Girl that she's quirky, maybe, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. Quirky could be cool. Yeah. <laughs> and so Virginia says that, you know, she bets that he says that to all his girlfriends. And Wolf admits that she's his first girlfriend. And I'm like... They were like, hold up. <laughs> Wait a minute. When did they become boyfriend and girlfriend? <laughs> when was this established? Yeah. Virginia didn't correct him, but still. Yeah. When was this connection? Yeah. Unless they're thinking about, like, just friends that are girls and... uh, Boys? I don't know. Mm. But, no, I think... Yeah, because... Well, obviously, they're talking about, like, love interests at this point, so... Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Whatever. They are. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess when you've been through so much together, right? Yeah. And so, Wolf says that a wolf mates for life. He asks Virginia if he's her first boyfriend. And she says, oh, no, I've been out with loads of guys, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but nothing serious. Because <laughs> Wolf seems to be hurt a little no. bit. Yeah. Virginia says that she has a hard time trusting people. Mm-hmm. So this is going to come into play soon, Yeah. Right? I mean, she admits it herself. I mean, I think we already noticed that before. Right. At least she says it. She also says, I just never want to jump unless someone is going to catch me. And then Wolf stares deeply into her eyes. He says, I'll catch you. And if I miss for any reason, I will be by your bedside and nurse you back to health. <laughs> and Virginia's digging it, right? <laughs> yeah, she has a big smile on her face. Yeah, and Me Wolf... too. <laughs> <laughs> and Wolf goes in for a kiss. And you can tell Virginia's thinking about it. Mm-hmm. She's like unsure. But she goes in too. And they have their first kiss. Yeah, and you see all the hearts, all butterflies around. Yeah. Even like the drawing of the heart around, around them. Yeah, it's very romantical. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and then doesn't Wolf say cripes? Yeah. <laughs> both of them say it at oh, the same time. Really? Yeah, um, both of them say it at the aw. same time. Oh, they're soulmates. How sweet. How sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was also thinking too, like, isn't that position kind of uncomfortable? Because they're kissing over a table and it's kind of like in a squat position. <laughs> and I'm like, stretching I, their necks. Exactly, stretching their necks. I'm like, I don't like squat squatting. <laughs> That's exercise. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if you do it for someone you love, you're kissing him, so that's yeah, exactly. nice. So Tony and Wendell, <laughs> the other soulmates, <laughs> are in the town square trying to figure out what to do with the huntsman. 
and Tony realizes that the huntsman must be in the clock tower, the tallest spot, of course, so that this huntsman could have a good view of them, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where the mirror must be. You know, he realizes that. And he tells Wendell not to look up and tells him to pretend to struggle. I admit, like, all the part between, like, Tony and, like, Wendell are kind of, like, out the window for me. Because I'm always, like, get back to the story between Wolf and, and, um, and Virginia. <laughs> you want the love story. I want the love story. And then how it goes downhill. Oh. <laughs> I want the drama. <laughs> so, meanwhile, Virginia and Wolf have finished their dinner. Oh, here's mm-hmm. the drama. Mm-hmm. And the waiters come in with a huge pink cake. Uh, with them as a topper, right? Yeah, them as a topper. It's awesome. <laughs> with the same clothes. <laughs> and Virginia's amazed by everything and tells Woof that all this must have cost a fortune. Like, she's, mm-hmm. so, she's slowly starting to realize this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he says he has something for her and brings out the singing ring. You are the luckiest girl in the land because we got a beautiful wedding planned. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. <laughs> and so she's in disbelief. You know, mm-hmm. she's like, oh my gosh, she's like amazed by all this. Mm-hmm. And back in the town square, Tony has tied Prince to the post in the center of the square, just loose enough so Prince can run away. But I'm like, they don't have a meeting spot. No, <laughs> like, I know. Like, what are their plans? Like, eventually they're gonna find each other. Like, they don't have cell phones. <laughs> but okay, so that's their plan. <laughs> so then we go back to Virginia, and her face quickly changes. Mm-hmm. Her eyebrows go down. She doesn't look too happy. How have you paid for all of this? Yeah, and Wolf looks guilty. And she asks again, how have you paid for all of this? And Wolf's like, oh, uh, yes, uh, I won the Jackrabbit Jackpot. Jack, yeah. <laughs> and Wolf says, oh, yes, uh, I won the Jackrabbit Jackpot last night. You told me you lost everything. Mm. Mm, no like, good. No, I'm like, Wolf, she has trust issues. You lied to her, Wolf. It's not a good look, bro. No, it's not. <laughs> it's like, ugh. Yeah, not, not good. Mm. Um, so Wolf's like... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so struggling, and he's like, um, oh, well, uh, he's probably sweating. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I did win some. And Virginia's like, in disbelief now. She's like, getting angrier and angrier mm-hmm. by the second. She's like, you said you lost everything. Outside when you told me you loved me, you lied. <laughs> to be fair to Wolf, I don't see how she just jumps to the conclusion that he lied to her also about Love. loving her. Yeah, exactly, about love. I mean, he lied to her about, like, winning the money, but he never he never lied about loving her. He no. was always upfront about being, like, loving her from the very get-go. Yeah, about his but, feelings towards her, of course. Since the, since the time he first saw her when he almost ate her grandmother. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so he never lied to her. So I don't know, I don't get why Virginia just jumped to that conclusion that he, that he never loved her. Yeah, like, he spent all this money for her and he mm-hmm. bought her the ring and he mm-hmm. proposed marriage. Mm-hmm. But I get it. I guess she's upset, you know, like yeah. I mean, she's upset about the money. How he, how he lied to her about that. Meanwhile, the ring's freaking out. What's happening to me? I cannot see. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So then the huntsman comes out from the clock tower, and Tony has sneaked in. He climbs to the top and finds the mirror, but oh no, it's a trap! It's a trap! (laughs) (laughs) And again cutting back to virginia so we're going like back Back and forth forth. between these two scenes because it's like (laughs) oh no oh no oh no (laughs) so virginia asks wolf how much he won and wolf says it was around the ten thousand mark and she's like ten thousand you could have brought the mirror back but you spent it on food and he's like no i spent it on you we could have gone home don't you understand i don't belong here i want to go home yeah and wolf's like you don't want to go home First off, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says he has so much planned. He has a gondola. He has a gondola ride and fireworks. 
then Virginia's like, you don't care about me. Like, all you care about is yourself. And he says, that's not true. Virginia says he never wants to see him again and storms out leaving Wolf all alone. Yeah, so... So, so sad. So sad. I don't know. I feel I mean, really bad for Wolf. Yeah, I do too. He had that sad look. Yeah. It's kind of fair for, I don't know, for Virginia to say you only care about yourself. I mean, I can see it like... Um, he Maybe. did everything for her because he loves her very, very much. But I also can see of her thinking that he wants to keep her here when she doesn't want to stay and him keep the money for himself, quote unquote, for this extravagant proposal. Mm-hmm. And like, look what I can do. I can like, do this extravagant. But it's all, but in Wolf's mind, it's all for her. Yeah. Again, back in the town square, the huntsman tries to grab Prince, but Prince runs away. Mm-hmm. And the huntsman tries to shoot an arrow at him, but there are too many people. And there's a man handing out the Kingdom Times newspapers mm-hmm. with the headline, Return of the Prince. And I was thinking when I saw this, I was like, that's a good podcast name, yeah. The Kingdom Times. Like, yeah. Like, ah. Yeah, if we hadn't thought of uh, The Witch's Pocket, maybe uh, The Kingdom Times would have been a cool podcast mm-hmm. name. <laughs> so if anyone out, there, anyone out there wants to start a podcast <laughs> about the 10th Kingdom, feel free to take it. <laughs> You're welcome. So Wolf's distraught, he's crying, he says, how he, could he ever think that a girl like her would ever fall like an animal <laughs> fall for an animal like him yeah <laughs> and the ring's still freaking out where has she gone it's all gone wrong and wolf howls <laughs> and now tony's locked inside the clock tower and he tries to find a way out he finds an open window it's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> but you, know, you have, like, one option is to go out the window with a mirror, which could potentially break, and then you also, um, we can stay in there, but get killed by the huntsman. Yeah. So, dicey situation. Mm-hmm. And so, Prince Wendell arrives in Kissing Town, and and when I say Prince Wendell, the dog. Yeah. <laughs> the carriage, right? The body mm-hmm. of Prince Wendell. And he's welcomed by roaring crowds, and he's hanging out the carriage holding the... Troll King's head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, meanwhile, the real Prince Wendell is mad about it. <laughs> I'm Prince Wendell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so then we cut to the Lord of the Wendell's table. And, uh, you know, they're all happy. The crisis is over. The kingdom is safe again. And they're overjoyed. But little do they know, it's not really Prince Wendell. Mm-hmm. It's a dog. It's a dog. It's an imposter. It's an imposter and the queen. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Tony has gotten out of the lock tower. And... We see Wolf sitting on the edge of a river holding the ring. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Then he's, then the ring sings. You cannot win her. You cannot choose her. You are just a hopeless loser. Aww. Oh, rude. Rude <laughs> much? So mean. She's probably upset. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Supposed to be. Um, I don't know. If I was Wolf, I would want my money back. No, no. I want my money. Because he gave a guarantee. <laughs> so he closes his eyes and throws the ring into the river and it's swallowed by a fish <laughs> this is important so. yeah, yeah. Uh, pin that for later yeah <laughs> poor ring though <laughs> you can tell she can swim though you see what she was swimming the ring yeah how does a ring know how to swim well, I don't know well just like his, the I don't know I can't explain it it was just how we, how she was doing it with the, with the ring part I don't know <laughs> she was able to move <laughs> that's funny um, and the queen appears in the river, so now she's using the river. Uh-oh. And she tells him that he's nothing without her and to return to her now. And he says, yes. No. No, Wolf. He's Why? going back to her. <laughs> Don't do it. He's, the queen took advantage. Mm-hmm. Got him when he was low. Yeah. 
and Virginia's now walking through the streets of Kissing Town, and Tony's on top of the roof mm -hmm. uh, overhead, and she sits down on some steps, and she's noticeably crying, mm -hmm. or she's, she's been so noticeably upset. crying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she says... Things can get any worse. And they do. As you see, Tony loses, loses his grip, yeah. and the mirror falls on the floor right in front of Virginia. And breaks into a million, million pieces. pieces. <laughs> uh, into 10,000 pieces. 10,000 pieces. Things got worse. But that is it. Find and out on the next episode. Yeah. What happened? Oh, man. So what did you think of these oh last uh, 45 minutes? Oh, my gosh. Well, the last 10 minutes of this episode, it just seems to be like cutting from different scenes, different scenes, and it just seems so fast-paced, but it's just so like interesting. It's was, just so fascinating and... Yeah, I was thinking the same thing too. Yeah, mm -hmm. I apologize to listeners if I start speaking really quickly at some points because I think I was just getting excited like as from like watching it or mm -hmm. like in, like watching it in my head mm -hmm. of like going <laughs> cutting from scene to scene, like mm -hmm. going back and forth and all like the the drama that's happening mm -hmm. between Virginia and Wolf, Tony and, and Prince Wendell, Tony and Prince Wendell with the Huntsman mm -hmm. and the Queen and the Trolls. Like it's just. So much drama right now. Yeah, a lot of drama right now. I live for the drama. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great, yeah. Um, I love Kissing Town. I Me know too. before that you said that Kissing Town was your favorite. Yeah. Location in the Nine Kingdoms. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is pretty romantical. It is romantical. Yeah, you can tell it's in Europe. Mm-hmm. And you can tell it's on location, too. It looks like, it looks really nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. Actually, some quick trivia. Kissing Town, the... I guess the filming locations, it's not just one place, but it's a few, uh, but it's a few towns. Um, oh. I'm not going to pronounce them all because they look a little difficult to pronounce no. and I don't want to butcher them, but, um, but they're all near Colmar, France. Mm -hmm. And I looked on a map and it's actually near the border with Germany. Oh. So yeah. I would, oh, lovely. Uh, it's so know. pretty. Again, I would love to go visit someday. I know. We should have a 10th Kingdom tour. I was just thinking <laughs> the same thing. Oh my gosh, we'd make so much money. <laughs> <laughs> well, does anyone... We should set up a Kofi account so you can pay for our travels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll vlog it all. Yeah. Actually, that would be fun someday. Like, I don't know if fans of the 10th Kingdom have ever done that. Like, yeah. Like, said, oh, you know, like, let's go on a tour of to mm -hmm. all the locations together. And mm -hmm. that'd be kind of fun to put together. Yeah. Maybe someday. Yeah. Um, we'll put... I'm, I'm putting it out there into the universe. Maybe someday, post-pandemic, mm -hmm. um, everyone save your pennies now. And maybe someday, if anyone wants to, we can go on a tour of the 10th Kingdom yeah. locations. That'd I would be meet fun. up at a bar, um, order Cupid's Blush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buy a lamb. <laughs> Buy some lamb. Buy some Order six glasses of milk. <laughs> I guess we'd have to start off in New York. Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. And then we have to take a mirror to uh, the Tenth oh, Kingdom. Yeah. Or to the Ninth Kingdoms. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's so great. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens next. Yeah. yeah so excited. Things are, I don't want to say looking up, but things are <laughs> getting exciting. Maybe not so much for her, for the crew, but story is coming along it is what would you do in the situation with tony would you go out the window or just stay, <laughs> stay and wait for the huntsman was there really no way of getting out like the the huntsman rigged it to so trap no way out to, no way out it's probably he, he the huntsman can go up and open it but there's no way to for tony to go back yeah. out i mean maybe i would go out by myself and mm -hmm. then 
try to get back in from the outside mm -hmm. and then bring uh, the mirror down that way. Like a window below and then trying to get the stairs that way. Yeah, I mean, but not with the mirror. That's too that's delicate. That's too delicate. Yeah, that's too fragile. Mm -hmm. And But maybe he's thinking like they don't have a lot of time, mm -hmm. you know. Like, yeah, he doesn't know when the huntsman is going to come back. Yeah, exactly. So this is his only chance. And mm -hmm. so, I mean, sometimes you just got to make a decision and yeah. go with it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Yeah, there was like no way yeah. for Tony to really, I don't know. We'll just, it was, it's a hard decision to make. Yeah, so unfortunately, but mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. so we'll see what happens. Yeah, in the next episode. Yeah, so thanks everyone for listening. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, can't wait to hear your comments about them. Please feel free to email us, send us uh, your reviews and what you thought about the episode, past episodes. If you have any more theories, please hit us up with an email. Yeah, at whichpocketpod at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram too. Mm -hmm. at Witch Pocket Pot and join us next episode as we continue our journey through the 10th kingdom so thank you very much and have a Cupid's blush on us Show.